Ping. Was that, his, what is his, was that his real name or was that just a name the f- family gave him <laughs> because of his, air quotation marks, problems? <laughs> <laughs> That's the name um, the priest gave him. Ah, Ping Ping. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Jesus. That came out funnier than I thought that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's, 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 let's get into this then. Uh, welcome to the Super Fun Awesome Happy Time Battle Show podcast. My name is Gabor. Hey, welcome. I'm Alex. And this is episode, I, I believe, 83, maybe? Let's just say 83. If it's not, it's another number. It, Definitely p- another number. Possibly 84. <laughs> possibly. 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 Or 83. Uh, or 83, yes, yes. It's either 83 yeah. or 84. So, uh, and this is a bit of a funny one because this is coming out after NAM, yet mm. it's before Nam in in uh, in stu- in TV Magic World TV Magic World <laughs> Podcast TV Magic World This is a crap TV show it's <laughs> <laughs> <There's> no pictures <laughs> It's it's yeah it's well it's it's you know it's it's a it's a it's a talking only kind of TV show mm. um, so uh, Alex Gabor you're going to Nam tomorrow Yeah in the morning Viet or yeah. <laughs> no, not uh, Cali. Oh, SoCal so now. SoCal. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll leave in the morning, head out of Brisbane. Uh, I believe it's pronounced um, Brisbane. Brisbane. Yeah. And go to California. Are you going via Melbourne? <laughs> <laughs> the, the best one, I, I was talking to a touring bass player once from the States and he said, uh, yeah, man, we've been to like uh, Brisbane and, and Melbourne and Cool and Gatter, is it? Cool and Gatter. <laughs> that was a tricky one to say. Cool and uh, it's near Byron Bay. Byron, yeah. Um, <laughs> now that yeah. we've, <laughs> we've alienated our American audience, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Um, yeah, it should be fun, just a direct flight, which um, due to us being in the future, we were arrive two hours before we leave which is fun there you go see we, we are from the future yeah. so um we yeah. we you know if you want to know about future events ask us because uh, we know yeah like horse races and yes, stuff. yes 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 lottery results yes 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 <laughs> and um yeah i think we'll probably try and get there maybe two days or see how we go to nam and um, then we also got some time to hang out in LA and going off to San Francisco for a few days and going to hang out and probably eat lots of stuff and drink lots of food. Things. Food, food generally is a good thing to, to, to have when you, with the whole living stuff, it works well. <laughs> Survival. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah, um, I was just saying to Kabul before that um, this guy at the local coffee shop has some really loud tattoos yeah. on his face. <laughs> loud, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Louds are probably nice. Yes, yes. Yeah, he has t- have a nice day tattooed on his forehead. On his forehead, yes, yes. Amongst other things. Yeah. But um, cool, dude. But anyway, I was talking to him the, today and it, he, um, I knew he was in the States for about a year or so. He got married to an Instagram model and then that fell apart. And um, An so Instagram model? Yeah. Wow, now there's, I mean, <laughs> screw all the pedals and crap we talk about. Now that's, that's a podcast. <laughs> we should get him on. That would be fantastic. <laughs> Just for a hangout. Yeah. And um, yeah, it turns out he actually lived in downtown LA in um, 
so we're talking about places to go and things to do. And he said, just Mexican food's the, the bomb. So we're going to go on a burrito tour of SoCal. Go and go and talk to Ryan, Ryan Burke from 60 Cycle Hum. He, mm. he's, he's the man in the know when it comes to burrito places, I believe. Yes. It's, um, it's on the list to hit him up for that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. So, well, that's cool. Well, I, I mean, I've already, mm. there's already, um, you probably weren't even well. Not probably. You're not involved in all that. But there's a there's a, a Facebook Messenger group of all the people that were, went to 42 Gear Street. Oh yeah, cool. And pretty much all of them, except for me, or not all of them, but most of them. Uh, well, I'm not, and Rick Hollis isn't, and there's a couple of other people that aren't at Nam, but pretty much everyone else is at Nam, and they keep messaging each other, saying, "Oh, I'm at uh, what was it the other day? I'm this at this place on." Um, what was it? Hang on. I'm on, uh, I'm at Roscoe's at, uh, 2110 South Harbour Boulevard. Meet me there in 20. (laughs) You know, that sort of stuff. I got lots of that. I got lots of that lately. So, um, are you, uh, um, having FOMO? Sorry? Are you having FOMO? Having firmware? FOMO. What's FOMO? Fear of missing out. Oh, FOMO. Sorry, it's just, it's just, that. yeah, must be, it's a bad connection. I thought he said firmware. Uh, fear of missing out. <laughs> well, I'm probably missing out a little bit because it looked like fun. And, and um, Eric, who was on the show last time, he uh, messaged me He because he missed his flight and then he got a mm. connecting flight and then he missed the whole um, boutique games distribution thing which guys like RJ and stuff and Ryan and people like that posted lots of pictures. And Stephen Vi. Where they hung out with uh, little Stevie Vi. Yeah. um, And looked at the new um, Synergy Steve Vi signature modules and some other stuff that uh, they weren't allowed to show in pictures yet. But I know he's releasing, there's a new signature series, but it's not the gem, it's the Pia or something named after his wife. And it's slightly okay. different, and I think it may have f holes in it or something like it may be semi hollow, right? Okay. Yeah, or something like that. And um, but yeah, it's it, it is a bit sad that I'm missing out, but um, oh well. Mm. We'll have to make it happen next time. Maybe. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's fun. Um, yeah, I've just been recording crazy last two weeks. I haven't really had a th- much time to think about it, let alone get excited about it. And um, yeah, this is a one, one, one day off to get organized, go buy a dishwasher, install a dishwasher, pack bags. Do a podcast. Get excited, do a podcast. Um, there's probably other things I've done today, pay some bills, just stuff like that. So Make a, make a cup of tea. Yeah. yeah. Go and talk to a uh, tattooed guy who married an Instagram model. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool, man. Uh, well, I mean, we're, we're going to have probably in the next episode, I'm just going to say, we're going to have a NAM uh, run-through kind of thing. But have you seen anything? Yeah. I mean, today, uh, uh, it's based, it's mm. Thursday, the 16th of January today when we're recording this. Have you seen yeah. anything that looks in any way, shape, or form exciting um, oh, yeah. from NAM? Oh, you have. Yeah, well, there's um, the whole Chase Bliss saga. Oh, yeah, of Con- course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saga continues. Just going to make a Star Wars reference. So, yeah, they've got those kind of – it's a new whole different format now, isn't it, with the motorized faders? And there's two of them now, yeah. 
One we knew of and one they snuck in, the sneaky bastards. Yeah. I don't know if that format has a name yet, but I'm going to call it the motorized fader format. Uh, The automatones. Automatones. Yeah. That's confusing. The automatones, Uh. that's what they're called. (laughs) Because I'm just looking at a picture now on on their Instagram thing Mm. where it says... uh, there's this bad, badass combination of the mood blooper and the automatones, and they yeah. keep switching presets, and all the knobs keep the, the faders keep moving on both mm. uh, of the automatones. <laughs> it's just some nerds making up words, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, yeah, they look cool. There's um. The first stereo spring, re, oh, sorry, first stereo reverb in conjunction with um, Maris. Maris, yeah. Yeah, well, that looks that looks very fancy schmancy poo pansy. That's stereo in and out, uh, and expression pedal MIDI. and lots of MIDI stuff. And because Maris is the, I mean, they're the kings of all that stuff. Mm. And the five hundred series Maris version of their synth pedal. No, no, the Hendra. Uh, uh, that's the. Um, Oh, not the synth, sorry. That's the pitch, yes, the pitch delay, I think. Yes. Um, the other one. The silver one. The sorry, silver yeah. one, yeah, which is kind of cool. Because the gold one's the synth, isn't it? Yeah, the Enzo, that's the synth. That's right. No, I think that's a Hendra. Hendra or Kendra? No, Hendra. I think it's Hendra, which is the um, pitch yeah. delay kind of thing. Hedra. Hedra. Or Hedra, that's what it is, yeah. yeah. Um, well, yeah, I mean, that, that that reverb could be really cool and also the... Um, the Benson preamp thing. I mean, by the time this mm. this podcast comes out, this is kind of old news, but um, at the time we were recording this, it wasn't. So there you go. <laughs> we're excited for ourselves. Yes. <laughs> yes. Geeking out. Unless um, I release this one now and the one with Eric in two weeks. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's less NAMI related. So. Well, we're talking about NAM stuff yeah, then yeah. too, but um, sure. now it doesn't matter. Um, um Along the reverb lines, there's the new um, uh, Death by Audio reverb. Yes, the, the looks rooms is it? Is that what it's called? Rooms. Rooms. And that's that's stereo too. That has lots of um, tweakability. I'm sure that'll be good. It's always cool that stuff. That's pretty it? cool. A uh, little bit on the sort of yawny side of things. Uh, Even tight released the Triceratops Tri-Chorus algorithm <laughs> on their H9. I know how much you love chorus. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, but they have another thing which they haven't released yet, but they have uh, on their Instagram, there's a picture of, mm. um, uh, it says Eventide, and it looks like there's a picture of a spring behind it. So I wonder if they're going to release some sort of a spring reverb thing, maybe not an algorithm, but maybe like, you know, if they've done a couple of pedals lately, yeah. maybe they're going to release, or maybe some sort of a plugin or something like that, spring reverb plugin. Um, mm. So you know, shall find out. Speaking of, uh, oh, how's this? And the, uh, crap, that sorry, literally just came out on Instagram just as we're doing this now. The H nine dark, duck, dark, like a bird? as in dark. Oh. <laughs> Fully loaded limited edition black H nine Max is available through our dealers. So that's another thing they're releasing a black H nine, which is just the same Ooh. as the other H nine, but black. Gonna have to look that up. Hmm. The H9 Dark. So that I just looked it up and that just came up. So, uh, well, there you go. Um, well, that does look cool. Oh, yeah. Hey, that's cool. Um, speaking of uh, craptastic things. <laughs> okay. So, why does Fender keep doing the acoustic 
Sonic. Yeah. Crapasonic things. After the, Crapis- I mean the Crapasonic. That, that acoustic, the the telly one, and now the Strat one. I don't know. I just, yeah. it's not my, not my thing. Yeah, they were average in the nineties or whatever they came out. Yeah, and it's. I mean, I haven't played one yet, but I'm just not necessarily interested in trying to play one. I work with a band that the singer has one of the ones from the nineties. Whenever it Cole, was. Cole, yeah, and it's the worst sounding thing in the world. <laughs> it's so horrible. <laughs> Anytime you put it through a PA, just turn it up and then turn it back down again. Just can't do anything with it. Yeah, yeah. Even with the most drastic digital parametric EQs on a desk. Yeah, just turn it down. But but aren't they apparently releasing the pink super strat the strat? <laughs> yes. Re re releasing that? <laughs> and what's the other one that kinda is that weird shape? Um huh? I think Eric sent us a picture of it. It's like a or you sent us a picture of it. In the with a, uh, in the little chat with Eric, well, there was the super pink one with a pointy head sock, and then the other one was like a s- strap with two humbuckers, but slightly skinny strap. Yeah, it almost looked a little bit like it was a maybe somewhat of a like almost PRSy shape. I thought it was kind of like one of the those porn series uh, offset type things. Oh yeah, there it is. There's the picture. Yeah, I wonder what that is called. Yeah. Porn shops. <laughs> I shouldn't say porn series. Porn shop series. Yeah. It looks kind of yeah. cool, though. Yeah, it's a different sort of waist around the the guitar. But the porn series is much different. And then yeah, the the yeah the pink the strat with the black not pointy but black headstock. Yeah. And maple board <laughs> and Floyd Rose, and it looks very very eighties or yeah, early nineties. Is it kind of coming around to the point where eighties is becoming cool again? It, hasn't it been that for a while, sadly, already? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Bits of it. Well, I'm, I'm someone th- th- who was at an age in the 80s where I at the time thought it was cool, but in hindsight, the 80s, I mean, to me, sorry, but it's just the worst of all the eras. <laughs> um, I don't know. Early, early 90s are pretty crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But fas- I mean, fashion you, you need to give <laughs> a new decade a little bit of time to adjust, especially, uh, you know, the 80s. I mean... Geesh, that was a, you know, you need to give some, you know, it's like, you know, you, you, you have a car accident and you're horribly disfigured, you know, you need a little bit of time to heal. <laughs> wow. And that's kind of what the 80s were, you know, that's the 80s fantastic. were where everything got horribly disfigured, the music, the fashion, <laughs> everything. Um and then, you know, it gives it a little <laughs> bit of time to get into the 90s, you know, and then it gets better. It got yeah, better, that's... folks. And then it got worse again. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yep. that's, that's, just my, that's just the opinion of Alex Roth here. So if you have any issues with that, please email him. <laughs> Coming around to my house at number 15. Yes, yes. Um, so, yeah, so that's – that's uh, what else from them? So uh, – um, uh, I've seen Audient release those new, um, mm. I guess you call them more entry-level um, well, interfaces. I think they are. It just the, the sales pitch looked a bit more entry-level than their other stuff. Okay. So it could be, but just the way it, it was sold was like that. Yeah. But yeah, new interfaces from Audient. Yeah, which look kind of cool. Um uh, Oh, there's another picture of 
Eric, I'm just looking through Instagram. Eric and Vlad and someone who I don't know and Rich from Husen Kettner and more people I don't know and um, Enrico from KMA uh, at yeah. a restaurant and they all looked like the, at, at the Smoking Ribs. Smoking Ribs? The Smoking Ribs restaurant. Sounds painful, Sounds painful doesn't it? Well, a little bit, but um, yeah. So that's that's um, that's our Nam coverage. I mean, it is literally only day one of Nam at the moment. <laughs> oh, 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 sorry. Oh, yeah. Um, how about game changer audio? Their optical spring. Oh yes, that no, that looks cool. Yeah, yeah. That looks very, very cool. Is this going to be the the year of the reverb? Do you think? I thought we already had the reverb. Maybe it's going to be the the. I don't know. Well, I can't even say the decade of the reverb because it's a new decade, but uh, I guess yeah. maybe the years of the reverb. Uh, but that looks cool, though. So it's some sort of, it's a spring reverb, but then there's some voodoo um, thing in there where there's light sensors or something that, that look at what, at the movement of the spring or something. Is that what it is? Yeah, and through um, uni Unicorn Wii and Crystals, <laughs> yeah. you get a <laughs> – Jesus, I don't know. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, but I think it's some sort of a light thing. So there's a light – yeah, an optical sensor in there, and there's light shining at the spring. And as you're playing, the spring moves and creates a spring reverb, but then the light that shines at the spring does stuff to change the set. The, the little video they posted – sounded great um yeah um um i i really quite like it oh the other thing actually and um, because I, I messaged game changer audio after that and let's see if they ever get back to me but um i said i want to do a video of that pedal please send it please now please um <laughs> also please <laughs> also please. lots of oh, this you've got to say please you've got to be polite that's very important to be polite um the do. other Other thing otherwise um, that I, you gotta be polite otherwise jerks don't send you shit yes exactly yeah. uh yeah. the other thing i thought looked really cool was the new fano guitars omnis series yes out of asia china so the Somewhere. chinese made and by the mm. sounds of it, between eight hundred forty nine and about nine hundred and forty nine or something like that US dollars, um, Fano guitars, uh, which yeah. looked kind of cool. Mm. So oh, great. I messaged them as well, but you know, let's see if Sweet. they'll ever get back to us. But, um, but yeah, oh, did you see? Did you see these new Bogner pedals? No. Well, they're kind of the same ones. It looks like they're rehoused. The um, the West X, the Burnley, and the. Ha um, is it Harlow? Okay, okay. Yeah, those ones um, in little, little format pedals. They were little format pedals already, weren't they? Or is it a little array? Uh, looks like a different shape. Maybe they're uh -huh. using different housing or something. Uh -huh. um, anyway, that's kind of just putting a new shirt on it, a new hat on it, really. Sure. Yeah, well, metaphorical hat. Yes. Well, Reinhold Bogner wears hats, so. <laughs> he does. Oh, no way. Sorry. I'm just looking through Instagram for Nam stuff. Yeah. Did I tell you about um, Captain Rock, the Japanese guy I met? No. This guy came up to me at a gig once and I was doing sound for some bands. He said, this Japanese guy, he said, hi, I'm Captain Rock. I'm like, cool, bro. <laughs> nice to meet you. And um, turns out he's this experimental 
noise rock guy from Tokyo. Okay. It has like a, a one-string electric bass guitar thing or a guitar. Okay. And um, yeah, he um, kept in touch via InstaFace and um, just came up on the feed that he's, um, yeah, he's at Nam, And he wears like these, these futuristic outfits and like space goggles and stuff like that. Well, you know, the Japanese, they are, they're, they're, they're interesting. I'm a massive fan, so I'm not saying anything bad against the Japanese. Oh, no, it's fantastic. It's fantastic, it's but it's an interesting culture. Yeah, it's great. I just sent you the... Um, oh, yeah, Captain Rock post. <laughs> oh, yes. I mean? Okay, that's very futuristic in the yeah. sort of 1960s futuristic. 1976 kind of way. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. He even has a lightsaber. Well, I think that might be his like crazy guitar thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he met David Hidalgo from Los Lobos. Mm. That was actually, I went to see, I don't know if I ever talked about that before, but I went to see, this is a few years ago now, went to yeah. see David Hidalgo and Mark Rebo, one of my favorite guitarists, Mark Rebo. Okay. Oh, cool. And they did a show together at the Opera House in Sydney and it was really good. Yeah, wow. It was like, uh, like sort of Latin, Cuban music kind of thing. Um, uh, with a pretty cool band, and they were it was good. It was really good. Yeah, cool. And yeah, he Sounds played fun. some, maybe like a five string acoustic thing, some Spanish, Mexican. Sorry, not sure what it is, but it was some yeah. strange acoustic guitar. Um, for most of it. Okay. And then I think he played yeah. a telly on one or two songs. David Hidalgo. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, clever people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Captain mm -hmm. Rock, hey, so if, you, if you're at Nam, go and check out Captain Rock. Or if you saw Captain, if you saw a weird-looking guy with bleached hair and strange Mr. Spock glasses, then uh, that was <laughs> Captain Rock. <laughs> He's probably the worst ninja because he just stands out. Yes, so. the opposite of a ninja. <laughs> opposite of a ninja. <laughs> the worst stealth yes, ninja. Yes. Well, yeah, um, yeah, he was cool. We chatted for like 15 minutes okay. that time we met. <laughs> Off the hook up, uh, Captain Rock. Captain Rock. Well, yeah, like, you never. It's so, it's so good. I love it. Um, we should yeah. start giving ourselves cooler names like our normal names. I, I'll be, um, uh, I don't know, like I, the Edge. The Edge. Yes, the Curve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be called the Middle Bit. Ah, uh, Nobo. <laughs> No buy into yeah. curve. <laughs> Subtle. Subtle, yes, yeah, yeah, it's cryptic. Um, we should, okay, I mean, I mean, this is sort of early name stuff, you know, there's heaps more stuff coming and there will be a show. And we even talked to Eric about, maybe you never know, Eric may come back on the show and, and talk to us about his name experience as well and about all the mm. cool stuff um, he saw there. I'm going to try, um, try and film a bunch of stuff as much as we can. I haven't been there before, so not sure how it's going to go, but um, yeah, we'll have fun and try and get some footage and Def see what it's like. Definitely go and hook up with, with Henning and, and, um, mm. and guys like Eric and uh, RJ and if you see him there and, um, you know, a lot of those guys because um, uh, it's definitely worthwhile meeting them and, and saying hi and stuff. Yeah, dudes. And Rich, if you Fun. go to Hughes and Kettner, if you see Hughes and Kettner there at all, the you know, the sort of curly head guy who's in pretty mm. much all the um, social media stuff of Hughes and Kettner, uh, that's Richard, and yeah, he's a yeah lovely dude who I met at Forty Two Gear Street. So go and say hi to him as well. Um, 
we should quickly, I mean, we've been talking a lot about Neon, but we should quickly touch on some of the stuff we filmed recently. Um, just some, some yeah. of the, the pedals we've, we've um, done demos of recently. So uh, I'm not sure when actually the last time we talked about any of this stuff was on a podcast because I don't re- really remember with all Christmas and New Year's and all the, that insanity happening. So have we talked much about the hot tone stuff? Do you remember? I don't think so. don't think we've mentioned it. Okay, well, let's talk about the hot tone stuff because we've done a few hot tone videos that possibly by the time this is out will be out already as well. Um, yeah. So we've done uh, the Echo. We've done the Mod, the Binary Series Echo, I should say, and a Binary Series Mod. And then we also filmed the Binary Series Amp and Cab with the Binary Series Echo and the effects loop of the Binary Series Amp. Um, what were your thoughts on those? Um, do, do, do. I thought the the mod and the echo were really good. They they sat up there with kind of any other really nice pedals. Yeah. Um, especially in stereo, that was always fun. Yep. Um, do, do, do. probably the echo probably won over the mod just because I use more echo than modulation stuff. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Just per- personal preference kind of thing. Uh, it sounds always good though. Um, kind of the amp stuff was pretty good. I think it definitely kicks ass in that price point. Yeah. And that kind of role like practice stuff and or home recording or doing demos and that kind of thing. Um, especially if when you added the cab um, Jesus. IR type. You're right. <laughs> I just it's just it's the same. Scared yourself because uh, we're we're doing this via Facebook Messenger now because uh, we had I- issues with um, FaceTime and every time I get a message like a uh, someone messages me, uh, yeah. the ding is ridiculously loud in my headphones. Sorry. So uh, oh sure. <laughs> you'll probably hear it in the video because I'd say that would have come through because that's ridiculous. That was ridiculously loud. So um, yeah, I heard it. Yeah, <laughs> just, that was uh, from here. That was sort of. Um, my head exploded kind of material. Okay, sorry, back to the oh, no. the cab and um, yeah. amp and cab. Um, the amp had some few really nice things in it, some okay things too. But it kind of, you got, I think you got the most out of it with the cab, um, like yeah. IR type type loaded um, yeah. box as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that way you can really tweak the kind of the tonal response, both bass, mid range, and upper end. Of your um your amp sim, yeah. So the the, the amp has a um has cab simulation built in, and apparently it's different. For each amp has its own um, um, each amp has its own cab simulation, uh, but you yeah. can't really tweak it and can't really edit it. And yeah, I found as well the cab made it much friendlier. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um. So and also it's fun for variety too. If you just want to try a um, I don't know a Bogner crazy high gain thing through a one by ten or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, it makes it a bit more fun too. Yeah, absolutely. In, if you're into tweaking. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, that was kind of cool. Definitely, if you had say a little home interface and putting demos down for your band, you're probably going to get some really usable tones. Yeah, 
out of that, that combo. Yeah, yeah. I thought it, I was I was generally well impressed with all the hot tone stuff. Um, so speaking of of little uh, cheap little things, the Nano series is it Nano Legacy Nano whatever they called those little um, five watt amps. amps yeah. yeah. What were your thoughts on those? Um, I thought the Mesa one was quite good. Yeah. Um, oh, which what was that? Is that the Purple heart attack. So the heart attack heart was attack. a mes- boogie style, and the purple wind. That was the, the um, plexi. Plexi, yeah. Uh, the purple wind re- didn't really do it for me. Okay. To be honest, but the other one was I thought it was really good. Um, the heart attack, yeah, just getting it's actually quite good high gain stuff. I, again, I thought they were both quite good. Uh, um, I I didn't mind the, the the purple wind. To tell you the truth, I thought it was alright. Yeah, I just just felt a bit two dimensional, and it was all a bit ice picky for me. Okay. Uh, but I know that's just one of the whole series. So if that speaks to you, it speaks to you, and if it doesn't, that's cool too. Yeah. Well, there's tons um, of those. Yeah, there's lots of them. But again, it's kind of I think we've talked about this before, where if you hate something, that's kind of a good thing. It means you have a actually actually have an opinion about it. <laughs> Not that I hate it, but it means probably someone else is going to love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, because of yeah. personal preference and the way you play and the type of music you play and the guitars you get going into it. So at least you're having a reaction to it. Yeah, as opposed to kind of feeling indifferent. Yeah, just the, another beige thing yeah. with no personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe it needed like a, um, a 335 or something darker to go into it. Okay. Well, that's, yeah, that's a possibility. We might, we might yeah. be able to try that or I might bright. try that. Um, okay, so hot tone stuff. Did we do any other hot tone stuff? And no, I think that's all the hot tone stuff we've done so far because with time and stuff. So th- I think that's that's all for the – let's just leave it at that for now anyway. Uh, yeah. Then we also had the Dan Electro Billionaire Series. We had the Billion Dollar Boost, the Pride of Texas Overdrive, and the Cash Cow Distortion. So what were your thoughts on those? Oh, excuse me. <laughs> choking <laughs> it was so good yeah. that he's choking i died that's how good yes it is. yes yes yeah they're really good man um how cool is the enclosures for those yeah yeah they're great they they look and feel great they they seem really well built really sturdy mm. um yeah both cool um i think you prefer the distortion the cash cow yeah i quite like the cash cow yeah i thought to me that that just spoke to me the most sure um, yeah, I liked them both equally cool. They both had their own voices. They're not just clones of anything and they had personality of their own. Um, yeah, they're cool. And yeah, once again, like build quality is really good. For the money, yeah. Very good. Yeah, or just in general. Like it's kind of two-part, two-tone sort of curve type enclosure and the two parts sat really nicely together. They weren't like offset or, no. you know, gap gaps or anything like no, that. No, no, it, it looks it looks and feels quality and it sounds quality too. Mm. So, no, I, I was well impressed, uh, definitely well impressed. And there's one more, isn't there, uh, in that series? Possibly, I don't know, uh, because I don't think that's, I think that's been discontinued, that series, because now they're on to that vintage stuff. Um, yeah, the relic one. The relic kind of looking one where they actually they re-released the um, backtalk delay, the reverse delay, which True, yeah. i got to talk to our friends at Dan Electro here in Australia. I'd love to get one of those to do an AB between the old one because I've got one of the old ones. Because mm. um, 
because yeah, no, the, I, I'm a fan. Mm. I've always been a fan of of um, of Dan Electro, and I, I I still am. Yeah, I was talking to um, the client here that was recording the last couple of weeks in the studio, and we're both saying like it's it's just fun. Yeah, there's no it doesn't take itself too seriously. Um, even the big silly um, what's it called the shift daddy. It's massive and it's shaped like a car. With flames on it, it kinda, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of does one thing. And yeah, it's uh, it's just fun. Yeah. There's no pretentious wankery. And, yeah. yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're cool. I like them. I'm, I'm a fan. Mm. I definitely am a fan. Yeah. Um, cool. The other thing we did was the Frost Giant Electronics, God, if I remember it all now, uh, Saint of Sufferance? Was that what it was Saint, called? Sa- Saint of Sufferance. Uh, Halloween, Halloween edition. edition. Yeah. Uh, uh, f- now, from memory, <laughs> it's a fuzz based on a fuzz face, but mm. um, it's like a fuzz face, but where the knobs go way past 10. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, so, you know, a tweaked fuzz face. So what were your thoughts on that? Yeah, that was cool. Um, I think we've talked about this before, how like fuzzes, I kind of have this gap in my... Um, like gear playing experience history. Yeah. And uh, it kind of, it bridges that gap between distortion and fuzz. Yeah, so, it's, 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 a, it's a distortion-y fuzz, yeah. And it's not quite as angry as the graphics let on because the graphics are super cool and, and scully and stuff. Yeah, well, it's a Halloween edition, so yeah, it's meant yeah, for, true. yeah. But um, it might be a really good pedal for people that, don't want to go super gated, spluttery fuzz or big muff fuzz, but kind of want to get into that fuzz well from, from a distortion angle. Well, it is a very spluttery gated fuzz too, though. Yeah, it can do. It also just sound like a massive rock distortion. Thing. Yeah, it's massive. It's a really big just big fuzz, which mm. I like. No, I, I, I was a big fan of it and hopefully we'll, we'll get to do some more work with... Um, but it wasn't too big that... It, it didn't get blown out in the bottom end too. No, no, no. It was t- tight. Yeah. Which is kind of, I don't know if that's a hard thing to do, but it's, yeah, great. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that's good. No, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. The only thing I thought we forgot when we did the video, and but we may be able to do a second video with it at some stage, uh, mm-hmm. we should have done it on bass. Ah, true. Because I think it, it would uh, hold up quite well on bass. And bass synth. And possibly bass synth, yeah. We might just do something mm. like that. You never know. Um, <laughs> we never know. <laughs> we are, yeah. Um, did we do anything else? Was there anything else that we did that's exciting and new? And did we talk about the um, Bogner Rev shootout stuff? I uh, guess not. No. So what? Okay, Bogner Rev shootout. Right. So we did. We did two videos. Sorry. We did one. What we did? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not sure if we've talked about this because Christmas and mind melding kind of yeah family crap um so yeah we did um shoot out with the um rev g2 and g3 and the bogner blue wasn't it yes the ecstasy blue yeah and the ecstasy red shot out against g3 and g4 yes rev yeah thoughts <laughs> well okay okay well the uh to me um i was actually quite surprised to tell you the truth um, I was sort of expecting the revs to kind of almost blow the Bogners away a bit because I was really quite impressed with the revs generally. 
Yeah. Um, and I have the Bognos. I've got both of them, but I haven't really used them that much in a little while just because, I mean, there's not enough hours in the day lately for me to, you know, actually sit there and, and play. Um, but I got to say that the Bogner Ecstasy Blue, holy moly, that's a great pedal. Yeah, it's so good. Eh? That's, that's uh, I mean, anything from almost clean boost, I mean, maybe not quite clean boost, but, you know, almost relatively very low gain. To once you if you've run the boost into it and and cranked the boost and stuff, it it held up with the G um, G three you know which is sort of the chugga chugga ch- channel uh, <laughs> yep. pedal you know on the rev. Um, that was a I mean they were they were good you know I would pick one over the other for different things but um, the, yeah, the 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 Bogner Blue really 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 surprised me how how good it held up against what I thought would be slightly higher gain pedals. I, th- I sort of chose the G3 because the G3 goes quite low gain as well. And I thought, oh, maybe we should check that out. But it almost went, it, it sort of went almost on par with the G3 uh, with gain, you know, once you mm. use the boost. Um, so, yeah, so that, that kind of blew me away. And then, with the Bogner Red versus the G3 and G4, again, almost surprisingly, almost like the G4 best. Sure, right. But then the funny thing was, it was it was uh, from memory again. It was weird when when you played. I definitely liked the G4 almost the best. When I played, I kind of liked the G3 the best. But then the Bogner sounded great, but they were more different. So I think the ecstasy blue and the g2 and g3 were more similar than the ecstasy red and the g3 and the g4 they they were more different sounding drives yeah Yeah, it could almost have um have them both and not step on each other's toes sonically no 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 not absolutely yeah but cover different ground yeah 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 cool um I just go. I find it hard to go past the voicing of the Bogners. I think they just sit so nicely. They're great, yeah. And I mean, the the the, the blue in. I think after, especially after that, that's. I think that's definitely one of the better overdrive yeah. to distortion pedals I've ever played. Um, that's available now, in my my opinion. Yep. Yeah. So good, and especially with the boost on it, you can get into height. Pretty hard rocking kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, but it stays still even with the boost. And I mean, we had the we had the gain on full and ran yeah. the boost on full into it, mm. um, but it still stayed tight and defined and not muddy. And and you could hear every note when you played a chord. Every note rang, and you could hear it. it the note definition and tightness was there, even you know, really fully gunned. You know, and. Yep. Uh, yeah, that that was very impressive. I thought. Mm, absolutely. Um, yeah, like like you said, it's funny how I think again mentioned this before, but we both take different angles to get almost a similar sound. Yeah. So so the G three sat really nicely with your playing, and I felt more comfortable on the G four, although being higher gain. Yeah, but you've got yeah. softer attack when you're playing stuff. Um, yeah, but that amount of gain, I don't think you lose any gain, though. 
Mind you, you still use uh, it's mostly men in this you use, you lose. So, uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. You just lose stri- street cred. Yeah, street cred. And the pedals know yeah. that, and they 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 give you different. Uh, they respond differently to different street cred. Ah, I see. Yeah, that's that's where I'm going. Wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, right on. Yeah, no, it was funny though because you know look, I I would play the G4 and the G3, and I definitely prefer the g3 over the, G, the g4 and then you would play something similar and i would kind of definitely prefer the g4 over the g3 it was just one of those things yeah 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 it's um i think it's just kind of eq voicing how it sits um and where it makes you feel comfortable too yeah and then you, you play yeah. better because you feel comfortable yeah yeah totally yeah yeah, cool. Yeah, no, that, that so, was cool. Um, they, were, they were great pedals. They were um, um, okay. So, out of the two Bogners, the blue and the red ecstasy, and the G two, three, and four, yeah, out of those five pedals, if you had to take one home, uh, which one? I'd probably. Well, I mean, I, I own two of them, so I have two of them at home. But um. okay, but if, <laughs> if I stole all of them and only gave you one back, <laughs> I'd probably go to the the ecstasy blue. Sure. Yep. That, cool. that it's. I think it's the most versatile, all-in-one kind of thing. Yep. Yeah. The only thing that would mm. make it better, right, uh, mm. is if the boost would be independent. So if you could use the boost side on its own, not just yeah. with the other side. If that, if you could do that, that would be a super versatile pedal. I wonder if you could ghetto mod that, get Aaron to mod that, so it happens. <laughs> Oh, I don't. I mean, I don't need to mod it, but um, there's. Don't I've care. got enough other crap to to make up for that sort of stuff. But um, uh, yep. I'm just thinking. You know, I mean, they moved away from those larger enclosures anyway, and moved to those kind of smaller enclosures where they don't have the boost. I think you have a boost you can dial in internally, so you can boost up the the gain. Um, oh, yeah, but yep. it's sort of one of those always on kind of things. Um, mm. or, or I think from memory I saw videos where you have I think it's not inter- it's on the bottom and there's like a, a hole in the enclosure where you can stick a screwdriver in to get to the trim pod inside sure yeah I think it's one of the, something yeah, would, like that I would like to check out those other pedals because um, is it the Harlow and the what did I say before yeah, oh, the others. I, I, I would really check, like to check out the other two, the two big box ones, the Lagrange and the Überschall. That's the two I would really oh, like yeah. to check out. Oh, yeah. Forgot about the Lagrange. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, that's the really plexi voiced one. And then you have the really kind of more, even more metal voiced one in the, in the, yeah, true. Uh, so I, 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 I've been uh, yeah. keeping my um, eyes open on, you know, secondhand things and on Facebook and, you know, on eBay and whatnot. And if I see some, yeah. one of them come up cheap, because I think they've both possibly been discontinued. Oh, I don't know if the Uber show has still been made or not. I'm not sure, but um, they're not cheap. Um, so, uh, yeah. I, I, you know, both of my, the Bogners that I've got, I bought quite cheap secondhand just because I was waiting around for for ages and I, I found one cheap and I got it. Um, yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, so I think the Lagrange and the, the Uber show, if I find one, if someone pops up secondhand somewhere with one of them, I'll I think I'll buy it. Sure, yeah, cool, yeah, nice. Because uh, yeah, they'd, they'd be interesting yeah. to do some other shootouts. Uh, I, I quite like the idea of what we did actually with uh, 
the amp channel pedal shootout, maybe continue that sort of stuff with things like um, amp in a box pedal shootouts, you know, get a bunch of pedals hmm. that all are meant to be the same kind of thing, you know, like get a bunch of plexi pedals, get a bunch of, um, I don't know. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Like tweed game. Tweed, yeah, or, or what, what's it called? The uh, bass, bass. Basement. God, I can't. My brain isn't working. Uh, like ba- a base, bunch of basement base ones. Base, base guy. Base base <laughs> man guy. Um, you know, a bunch of sort of amp in a box pedals that are meant to be doing the same thing and shoot them out yeah. against each other. I, th- I think that could be fun to do. Yeah, would be cool. Um, that would be fun, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's something maybe mm. to look forward to. Another thing to look forward to on the channel, which is coming um, shortly, is uh, yeah. so uh, the good folks. Or actually, by the time this is out, it probably would have happened already. Um, the good folks at Audient uh, and um, Studio oh. Connections, which is the Australian Audient distributor here, uh, sending us uh, an interface. Uh, to use and uh there'll be uh i've already thought about it um i want to do a a video when it first comes i want to do a video of me setting it up um because i I know it has software and stuff that controls a lot of it so there's like Mm. i think similar to the uad stuff that you've got um you've got that sort of software mixer yeah that's um yeah a lot of them do that now yeah Cool. So yeah, uh, I think the audience one. So I'm 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 getting a, an ID forty four sent to us. Um, mm. So which I will keep here at my studio as this is sort of the well I called it Studio Two. So this is Studio Two now after Super Funnels Maybe Done Pedal Show. Um, so when I do podcasts and when I do like now quite often we do well it's probably half you know fifty fifty now. Sometimes we do the podcasts when we're both at your at Alex's place. And then, like today, we did a podcast um, over the interwebs. Um, but at my place now, pretty much all the once it arrives, all the audio you hear will be going through that audience, and it'd be interesting to see. So, I want to do a video when it first comes of me setting it up and first reactions, and then I want to A B because I've been using um, my old live mixer, which is an old PreSonus Studio Live mixer that I've got, um, which used to be uh, my live mixer. Uh, but it's also an interface. I've been using that uh, here at my place as my interface. Um, and I actually quite like it. I have nothing against it. But the only thing is it's quite old now. And some of the channels are starting to crackle and there's noise and uh, some things don't work quite right. And so uh, I'm still going to keep that mixer here uh, so I can mix a whole bunch of instruments together and stuff and, and as a mixer. But my interface will be... The audience, um, which I'm really quite looking forward to. So yeah, I want to do a video where I kind of unbox it and do first impression, set it, like plug it in, see how easy it is to set it up for Logic, and then do an AB with the preamps in audience versus the preamps in the personas, and see if anyone can spot the difference, think, including myself. I think you'll be onto a good track compared to the personas ones. It's a good move. Um, excuse me. Choking again, um, yeah. Warren Hewitt uses the um, that audio interface for his uh, in the box type recordings. Okay, cool. And um, yeah, and he's got an SSL next to it, so an actual four thousand. So it's um, 
yeah, it can't be crap if, oh. you know, if, if it's hung around for a while. The SSL just released some interfaces too, but they're only small. They're really oh. small. They did, yeah. It's just two in, two out, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe yeah, if they cool. release bigger ones, that'd um, be a slightly bigger one would be interesting. Yeah, if you only need two preamps and two ins and two outs, that'd be great. See, but, I was um, thinking... It's, it's, sorry, you go. Oh, it's it's going to be great preamps too because it's SSL and they've got good tech behind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, same with Audient. I mean, they make massive consoles and stuff, so... Um, yeah, absolutely. The, the pre's and that should be good. No, but it'd be interesting actually to see if they're going to make a bigger one. Um, for me, I, I wanted something that has a minimum of four ins because... Um, I've been doing a lot of stereo stuff lately, which I really like, actually, where I run two amps, and um, I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, and I want to have the two amps, and I want to have a vocal, um, you know, and an extra one for something else, just in case. Yeah. Um, so I wanted four in. So um, yeah, they were great. They they're looking after us. So they, um, yeah, there'll be audience interf- an audience interface now. Speaking of that, I just thought of more things from them. Um, which is actually really yeah. cool, and which I hope we might get one, is the new Torpedo Captor X mm. by Two Notes. So, um, extra which is awesome. Extra. Which did you watch the video Henning did? No, I haven't seen anything. So it's it looks really really interesting. So it's it's I've got a Torpedo mm. Captor. I've got a whole. I have to say, and I've bought all of my stuff. They haven't sent us anything. I've met. Uh, I was lucky enough to meet Guillaume from um, Two Notes at 42 Gear Street and I did a video with him and we were hanging out and he was great. And um, But all the stuff I have, I own. I bought it. I didn't wasn't given anything by them. Uh, but I, I – and we were talking about it with Eirik as well on the last podcast or possibly the next podcast. Um, yeah. Uh, that's one of the best – Eirik said as well, one of the best things he's ever bought um, was the Two Note Studio Live, Torpedo Live, sorry. Um, and I, I think so too. I mean, I, I think for what I do here at my place, it's the, the best thing ever. So I've got the, the Torpedo uh, Live, I've got a Torpedo Cab, the old cab, not the new cab. Um, Guillaume did say he was going to send us a cab at 42 Gear Street, but that hasn't happened yet anyway. Um, and I've got a captor as well. Now, the old captor was basically just a load box, uh, where you could run, um, uh, it had an, uh, like a minus 20 dB, I think, speaker out. So you can hook a speaker up and it would, um, um, what is it called? Uh, uh, attenuate it. Um, yep. Attenuate? Yep. Attenuate. Attenuate. Is it attenuate? Uh, yeah, it's um, it's the one before 11 U8. 11 U8, yes. Attenuate, yeah. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> um, Hi, y'all. Um, and it has a built-in, um, like a frequency-compensated speaker emulation, which is all right, but not fantastic. But then you have a, a line-out with an XLR that you can then run into your, you know. And So I've got it set up, so that yeah. runs into the old Torpedo cab. But the new Captor X is basically a, a load box with three different volumes. So you can run a, a speaker after it as well, and you have three different... To, um, uh, degrees of attenuation um, but then the cool thing is so you have a whole new interface so it's it's a new interface to what the usual two notes interface is 
Uh, so you have a, you have stereo out. You have two XLR stereo outs, and you have uh, a stereo reverb now built into the into the software and into that. So you, you run a mono amp into it, but then you can create a stereo reverb image into a stereo track, into two stereo tracks, yeah. or like what, sure. two tracks in stereo. I mean. Um, and you have all these different controls for width and for all that sort of stuff. Um, and it looks and sounded great. And it's all, it's got built-in Bluetooth as well, so you can control everything via your app. So you, you just get a download the app and you can control all the yeah. parameters. So you still have, you can have two different microphones that you can place anywhere within the room. Then you have the room sound, but then you have that stereo reverb you can put on top of it as well. Um uh, plus um, all the, I mean, the usual stuff. Plus that sort of width, so you can say how wide you want the sound to be, and uh, and I'm pretty sure it's got mm-hmm. MIDI in as well. So you have you can store MIDI presets oh, and all really? that stuff. So to me, it looks really cool. Didn't know about the MIDI thing. That could be cool for live stuff. Yeah, well, that's what he, that's that what you're saying. So you can yeah, you can hook it up. I'm pretty sure it's got yeah yeah it's got MIDI. It's got the uh, little headphone jack size MIDI, yeah. like the um, oh okay. Sure, the 200 sense. series boss stuff had so but he yeah. henning was saying as well unlike the boss stuff where you have to buy that thing for 15 bucks or whatever it is or 20, probably in australia like 40 bucks uh the little <laughs> connector thing comes with it so it's a convert it's, it's a little converter that goes from a, a headphone jack size like a small um um mm. eighth yep. inch is that what it's called an eighth inch yeah eighth inch jack yep. to um uh, midi dim um but yeah, so that's that's included. Um, so yeah, that to me that's a that's a really cool thing actually, and I can see how possibly there'll be new versions of. Although I mean, technically that would replace the torpedo live because yeah, I mean sure. it's basically yeah. the same thing, just with Bluetooth and it's smaller mm. and stereo. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, it looks really, really. Watch the video Henning did because um, okay, it's re- it's really cool. It's the the stuff, and he still had a beta version because I think he filmed that a little while ago. He still had a yeah. beta version of the software, but I think I think well, I think there may still be only a beta so- a, a version because I think it doesn't come out till March or April. Then it's, that's when it's actually being released, I think. But um, so these were all sort of early prototypes that um, a lot of other people, not us, got. Mm. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I um, it's probably just because it's the day of the last twenty four hours as the all the announcements for NAM are coming out, but it just seems yeah. such a cool t- time. <laughs> Maybe just in this lovely haze of toys and stuff, but it's, it seems such a cool time to be making music, especially for um, home recording. Um, yeah, and guitar, guitar, kind of in the world of guitars and synths and. Interacting with like a 500 series stuff and the uh, Euro rack modular thing, yeah. and um, um, yeah, software plugins that interact like UAD stuff. It's just sounded killer. So everything's just so happening and really good quality too. Yeah, like, yeah, quality's getting amazing def- with some of that stuff. Yeah, it's, it's kind of now we're getting. It's like the laptop thing. When you first had a laptop, it was kind of bit crap and it was really thick and heavy. Big and clunky, And now yeah, we're yeah. getting to the, yeah, the really fast MacBook Airs and stuff. And now it's that kind of same world with 
guitar gear the, and recording stuff. The really fast MacBook Airs where you need a really big clunky dongle to plug everything in that you want to plug into it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's kind of what MIDI is. It's still 80s technology. Yeah, yeah. No, but I mean, the whole Mac thing, don't get me started with that. I just think, you know, to call something a, a MacBook Pro and you have, uh, what, you have three, possibly four USB ports in it and one of them is what you need to charge it with. I mean, that's a bit mm. of a joke. And then everything you need. Anyway, I mean, let's not get into that. But, um, <laughs> okay. but yeah, no, it is, it is, it is everything. It, and it's, I think it's, it's all going to start. I mean, actually, another name thing, uh, the... Um, Zoya, the Zoya, but the the Eurorack version of the Zoya, Empress Effect Zoya. I think we're going to see more and more the line between Eurorack and guitar effects and Eurorack and guitar generally merging. Yeah, absolutely. And more yeah. and more people that made guitar effects make Eurorack as well and vice versa. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, it's um pretty cool crossover that's happening here. Yeah, yeah, it is very, very cool. Um. Cool. Well, I mean, that's that's yeah. So that I, I don't know. I just just thought of that then. That um, torpedo X mm. uh, Captor X. That's I, I think that would be a very very cool thing. And I think the price point is very very low. <coughs> I think cool. it's yeah, right. maybe five hundred euros something like that. So it'll be about six ninety nine or something here in Australia. So maybe yeah, yep. seven forty nine. But I mean, compared to something like the. Which actually, that's another thing I saw. Uh, that uh, was a tube amp expander. Uh, one of the things they're releasing at NAM is a new firmware update for it. And also, they just, I think Boss just also released uh, the Katana Artist Mark II. So they did the Katana Mark II yeah. amp, and now they're doing the Katana Artist Mark II amp, um, which I guess is just kind of the same thing, just with a few updated things. Um, but yeah, I think hey, for um, the price point, that Captor yeah. X is gonna is is extremely good. Yeah, cool. Hey, um, I just came across something from Empress Effects for that's being released at Nam. Yeah, they're um they're redoing their compressor pedal in a small format one. Like ah, you know the, from the Empress big blue one. That, yeah. Okay. In like in like a size of an MXR size enclosure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the one and it has the the. The, the lights, the meter on it. Yeah, yeah, I know which one you mean now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of been around for a while. It's in that bigger sort of horizontal format. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now, now, Same now there's sort of a size uh, as small the one. delay one. And, uh, yeah, cool. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And, yeah, well, I think so, yeah. I've seen a couple of other. Uh, there's also MXR announced, uh, MXR and Paul oh, yeah. Corcoran uh, doing the, the mini Timmy, which is like in yep. a mini enclosure, a Timmy, which would be interesting to see actually because um, – I haven't really had a chance to try a mini yet. Mini? A Timmy. Mm. Yeah. Or I haven't a had mini a chance Timmy. to try. Or Mini Timmy, yeah. And also the different paint job versions of the Dookie Drive. <laughs> or any of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That'd be fun to try too. Um, the Unicorn one nice. and the Explosion one. Yeah, the Dookie Drive is interesting to me because, I mean, I, I, have to, I do have to say Dookie was a big album for me when I grew up. Um, yep. And... Uh, the idea of having a pedal where you have two, I think is maybe is one a Marshall Plexi and the other one, or is it two Plexis that are different voiced or a Plexi and a JCM 800 or something, and you blend between the two? <coughs> it's something like that. Um, possibly. And that I know it's two Marshall amps you blend, blend between, and that's what he was doing, and one is cleaner, one is more distorted. Yeah. 
and that's what they used in the, on the album because it's um, the cleaner. It gives you the definition, but then you get the, yep. the grunge from the from the or the you know the, the the grit from the more distorted one. But one is a bit more scooped, and one is a bit more mid bumpy or something like that. So they work really well together. Mm. Um, and I think yeah, and you yep. blend between the two basically. That's what you do on the pedal. And I I, I mean I've, I, I'm, I like Marshall drives, so to me that's a that's a pretty cool thing. Yeah, cool. Yep. Yeah, nice. We'll have to get hands on some. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah, fun. Well, you yeah, know, yeah. we we have friends at uh, MXI in Australia now, so that's always a good thing. Right. Yeah. And hopefully, hopefully uh, Maris as well, because we now have friends uh, at Maris Australia as well. <laughs> <laughs> so you never know. Um, let's let's hope. Um, yeah, but that's cool. I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff coming out, and and I'm looking forward to. Um, I hope you will put, uh, if nothing else, you will uh, um, cover uh, our Instagram and our social medias. Let's say that way, with lots of photos of Nam while you're there. Well, I'm taking a photographer, so it should be covered for photos. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I have lots, a personal lots of, photographer. Lots of soft focus and. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> no, that'll be mine just out of focus okay cool 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 <laughs> yeah um yeah. yeah no but it'll be good looking forward to it so um i guess we hang on how are we going we've gone about an hour haven't we um yeah just over an yeah. hour yeah um so we may as well call it a day because i gotta actually sure. run and meet someone and pick up a pedal that i bought shortly sweet yeah have to um let me know how that goes this afternoon. Yeah, speaking of Marshall Drive, so th- there'll be a video yeah. for that coming up. So um, dodgy meet up in the car park at the uh, train station. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> we're meeting up. Uh, we're meeting here in New Monday. So he's he's driving through. He's driving from Brisbane to Maribor, which he'll get to Maribor quite late. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, he's stopping in in New Monday on the way and and. Uh, uh, I'm picking up the pedal I'm buying, which you will see on the channel sooner or later. So uh, yes. something to look forward to, amongst other things. Mm. So, uh, yeah, so, uh, and again, I always say this at the end, and I should always say this at the start. Uh, whatever it is you're looking at while you're listening to this podcast, make sure to take a photo of it. You don't have to be in it. Just take a photo of it just so we know where you are and who you are and why you are and why you're listening to us. And either email it to us at superfunnelsmahavytime at gmail.com or go to any of our social medias. There should be links somewhere around this podcast, um, possibly a link tree link. Uh, go to Facebook, go to Instagram, and, and take a photo and, and post it to us. Yeah, um, cool. Because we'd love to see where you are and and you know and what you're up to. What you're up to, and leave us a comment. You know, say hello and, and that you're listening to the podcast. Always much much appreciated. Uh, and yeah, thank you to everyone for listening. And so this was technically officially the first. I know well, Eric was the first podcast of 2020, but this is sort of our first podcast of 2020 without a guest. So uh, yeah. yes, welcome, welcome to 2020. So on that note, welcome. I'm going to go and pick up this pedal now. And uh, thanks for doing the podcast the night before you're leaving for LA, Alex. No worries. I'd better go pack some clothes. So. <laughs> Just go there and buy all new stuff. And uh, finish installing my dishwasher. Ah, who needs a dishwasher? Uh, I've got people house-sitting and they'll probably like it. Uh. We'll need it when we get back, that kind of stuff. Ah. 
All right, we'll have fun doing that. And um, um, well, yeah, thank you to everyone for listening. And um, um, bye. Catch you soon. Bye.